0: welcome to wyoming valley church's podcast with pastor todd walker hey everybody hope everyone's doing well out there today we're going to do another podcast on the go here as i drive and i told you many of my inspirations come at random times of the day sometimes i'm in the shower sometimes i'm driving and i'm going to talk about different standards today because it's something popped in my mind today and Reminded me about a recent lesson on devotion this past Sunday this past Sunday. We talked about devotion to the Lord and um, We sort of did it in a courtroom trial setting and we came to the conclusion That total and complete devotion is the only thing that is just and fair For Jesus to expect from us because of what he did for us on the cross So I'm thinking about devotion, I'm still thinking about that, rattling that around in my brain, wondering why are there different standards sometimes. You ever have that in your life where you have a different standard for someone else than you do for yourself and I told you I get inspired while I'm driving and I have to admit, I have to admit, sometimes I get that way on the road. Um, I don't think I'm road ragey, but uh, I definitely get frustrated on the road like everybody One of the things I do when I'm driving on the road is I find myself judging other drivers (laughs) for a lack of good driving or what I consider to be a lack of good driving. And I'll give you an example of that. Sometimes someone will be um, behind me and I'm trying to pass a car and this person's like right on my tail and I'm thinking, wait your turn, buddy, be patient. You know, there's no fire. You know, I don't have to go 90 around this car just to get around him. I can go 73 or 74. You can wait a little bit. and I'm Thinking, man, what an impatient person is behind me. So that's one standard. But then if I'm the person behind someone else waiting to pass a car and they're only going a couple miles more than the car next to them and it's taken a while for them to get around that car, I'm frustrated by that. And I'm going, come on, buddy, step on the gas, you know. We have a brief time on this planet. We don't want to waste it here on the road. Why don't you step on the gas, get around this guy, and let me go free? And that's a simple example of something that's a different standard. I hold I hold a driver to a different standard than I hold myself to. And I don't know why we're like that, but that's kind of where judgmentalism comes from, is we hold people to different standards than we hold ourselves. Or we just we just jump to conclusions about people saying, well this is what it appears to be so the reason has to be this another riding and driving example is if I ever see someone driving again not according to my standard of what a good driver is I'll I'll just jump to the conclusion that they must be on their phone they must be texting I I bet it's a person on their phone I bet it's someone who doesn't know how to drive and they're a bad driver they're on their phone they're selfish I'm jumping all these conclusions about people that I, I don't know Maybe they're just, you know, a little tired. Maybe, maybe they're just a different driver than I am, and that's okay. But the point is, is that we jump to different conclusions about people, and then maybe even worse, we hold people to different standards than we hold ourselves. And the reason I'm bringing this up today is because I find many times we do that with the Lord. We talked about devotion, and devotion, I'm going to be honest, it's a high bar. It's a high bar that Jesus calls us to, to demand everything of us. Total and complete devotion, surrender, allegiance, day in and day out, every day for the rest of our lives, he requires our obedience and our allegiance and our devotion. And sometimes I look at that and go, wow, that is a high bar. And then I don't give that to the Lord because it's too high, it's too costly. He'll understand, he'll understand if I don't know the time or the energy or the, the, the remembrance to follow him today, I just forgot. And uh, he'll, he'll understand, because the Lord loves me unconditionally. I love the saying that about the Lord. Uh, the Lord loves me unconditionally. And so I'm holding the Lord to this standard that he has to love me unconditionally, that he has to be devoted to me. Like if the Lord treated me the way I treat him, I'd be in a dangerous, dangerous place. Seriously, if the, if the Lord forgot about me, like I many times forget about him, I'm probably dead, If I'll, in all honesty. I'm probably in hell. If the Lord just neglected me, if the Lord just was had a wishy-washy love towards me and just said, "Oh yeah, for, sorry, Todd, you know I've got the universe right. I got a lot to deal with. I, you know, I forgot to feed you and your family today, or yeah, I forgot to protect you from the devil today. O- oops, I, I forgot. Man, you haven't read the scriptures in a while. I haven't really given you any understanding from the scriptures in a while. My bad." And. I was just constantly having that relationship with the Lord, going, Lord, can I get some love from you today? Can I possibly have some time with you today? Could, is it okay if you do some things for me today? You know, you did promise to love me, Lord, and, and the Lord was kind of wishy-washy and lukewarm and forgetful. But is he? No, he's not. He's not. My Lord, your Lord is incredibly faithful and loyal and steadfast. To his promises to never neglect me never forget me never not love me never be harsh to me and yet when he asks the same for me and in a covenant love because we've talked about that a covenant is two people loving each other in a marriage union a covenant union for all eternity this time the lord in us and With the same degree of love, the same devotion called for both people. And we've accepted that covenant saying, yes, okay, Lord, I want that from you. And I'm willing to give you my life as well. But practically speaking, it doesn't work out that way. I expect the Lord to love me unconditionally. But I don't love him unconditionally. I expect him to love me rainy season or sunny season, hard or easy. Whether I sin or whether I'm holy. Lord, you got to love me, no matter how bad I act sometimes. you got to love me. But then the Lord, who's always holy, who's always patient, who's always kind, who's always steadfast in His love, I find many days that I either neglect Him or just don't have it or just don't want it to give Him what He has asked and demanded and what He gives me. And that's a different standard. And I want us to think about that because for some reason, we're really focused on the lacking in other people. And we would never charge the Lord. Well, that's not true. Sometimes we do charge the Lord with being lack. I was going to say that seems a pretty extreme example, but I I think I find myself time to time asking or questioning or just thinking about, Lord, did you forget me? Lord, do you love me as much as you say you do? So I'm not even sure I can stand by that statement, but... When we uh, walk with the Lord and the Lord requires things, and he does require things, we have to be honest about that because every time you come to scripture, there's something he's asking from us. Love your neighbor, cast off this sin, meditate day and night, pray without ceasing, pick up your cross. The Lord all over the scripture is asking things of us and, and they're often challenging things, a high standard. But as we talked about this past Sunday, number one, he's he's worthy of that because of what he did on the cross for us. Jesus would not ask anything beyond what he's worthy of. That doesn't even make any sense. To say, yeah, I know I barely love you, but I want you to really love me. No, that's, that's ridiculous. The Lord went to the absolute lengths to love me and to love you. He died on a wooden cross for sins that he never committed. He proved his love in a way that only God could and he never wants us to doubt it. So he loves me and he loves you. And second of all, he would never require anything of us that he wasn't willing to do himself for his own father and for us. You see, Jesus, when he lived on the earth, gave himself entirely to the will of God. He didn't leave anything back. He wasn't worried about comforts and his rights think about that we are so concerned with our rights here in america it's all about my rights you can't take my rights away but look at jesus he gave up his rights he didn't even have a home i i find myself in america just trying to figure out how to get our home better than it is now prettier more comfortable better looking so when people come over they'll praise me or I'll, i'll i'll have the most comfortable home i could possibly have and my lord didn't even have a home Many a day, especially in ministry, he, he slept without a bed, without the basic comforts of life. And, and the reason he did that is not because living poor is cool. He did it because he surrendered everything to the will of God. And that often meant that Jesus went without. And now Jesus asks for the same kind of devotion from us. And he doesn't necessarily say, I want you to go without anything. But he does say, I want you to surrender all. I want you to renounce your possessions, renounce your claim on your rights, renounce your claim on your own life. I want you to give it up for my sake. And we've often asked this question: why why would I, Lord? Why should I? Why can't you just give me eternal life? Give me steadfast love and unconditional, undying love for the rest of my life, and just accept anything I give you, no matter how big or small it is, no matter how flaky. Or how devoted it is why can't you just take anything from me and give me the best that's a different standard and it's not right and it's not fitting and if anyone honestly if anyone should have a different standard we are the ones that should give the lord the highest standard because he's the lord in this relationship we're the creation he's the creator the creation serves the creator scripture makes that very clear and even logic makes that very clear If anyone should be giving steadfast love and devotion, we are the ones. But the awesome thing about our God is He gave it first. He gave it to me and to you before He required it of us. And He didn't have to do that. He's God. He could have said, I don't care how painful your life is. I don't care how dark it seems. I don't care how lonely you feel. I'm God. You serve me no matter what. You love me no matter what. I'm going to throw you in hell. Is that what our God is like, though? No. Our God is steadfast in his love. Our God bends over backwards to love us. Our God goes to such lengths and such depths to make sure we're taken care of and provided for every single day, and he protects us. And then he asks us something. He says, I want all of you. I want every part of you. I want you to surrender all and follow me. And we don't want to hear it. Or we like hearing it, but we don't want to do it. We agree to it and go. Yeah, that's that's ideal. That'd be great if we if we did and we could. But practically speaking, I uh, man, I just forgot about you, Lord, and you'll have to understand, Lord. It's it's painful right now. It's busy right now. Um, I haven't been to your church in a while. I haven't been in the scriptures a while. But man, life is crazy. And if the Lord gave that kind of love to you and me, we're in a really bad place right now. And He's just asking for the same standard. He's asking for the same love. And it only makes sense to give him the same love that he gives us. That's what a covenant is. If I asked my wife to give me different love than I gave her, Janine, you have to love me. You have to support me. You have to encourage me. You have to stand by me no matter what. But I can be flaky toward my love for you. I can cheat. I cannot come home sometimes. I cannot take care of the kids. I can be as bad of a husband as I want to be. And you got to be fine with it. But you have to be the perfect wife. That's a different standard. And that's not what a covenant in a marriage is. And when a covenant in a marriage gets that way, you know what happens. The marriage dissolves. Because that's not a covenant. A covenant is when two people say, I love you this way. And the other person says, and I will too. And the Lord is only asking for a covenant. He's asking for the same love, the same degree of love that he gives to us every single hour of every single day. And I think that's not only just and fair. I think if we really thought about it long enough, it would be a privilege that I would be able to say in my soul and to this world, I am in union. I'm in a covenant with the God of all creation. The God who sits on his throne is my savior, is my Lord, is my bridegroom, And I'm in eternal union with him forever. You don't have to ask me to love the Lord. You don't have to kickstart my love. It's a privilege to love that Lord. Why wouldn't I love that Lord? And I just want us to think about that today and not have a different standard of love we give to the Lord than he requires of us. Give the Lord exactly what he expects, exactly what he deserves, and give him the same love, the same devotion, the same faithfulness, that he gives us every hour of the day. And I hope you'd be blessed in your attempts and your efforts to give the Lord higher, greater love and devotion than maybe we've ever given him before. Thanks for tuning in. Many blessings to you. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkes-Barre. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.